Hey Rockstar, welcome. This is a storytelling platform designed to empower you to build yourself up physically, spiritually, mentally, socially, and financially. Why stories? Because stories live on. They are eternal. They are a powerful reminder of what one can accomplish when opportunity presents itself. So listen carefully, learn the lessons, apply them to the big five, and become the rock star of your industry. Hey, rock star. Welcome back to this show. I am your host, Josafat Asombroso Miliano. And uh, you all know Miguel, my little sidekick that we have here today. Uh, today is a beautiful day here in Nashville. The sun came out. We we're about flirting with 70 degrees. Consider a drastic change compared to last week when we were in ice. We were stuck at home. A lot of us wanted to get out and do stuff. A lot of us actually did go out and play in the snow and such like and things like that. However, uh, today was a beautiful day. I'm glad the sun came out. I went out and got my vitamin D. I wore my Hawaiian shirt because I was in a friend-making mode today. Speaking of, this is episode 21. And today I'm gonna to share with you the secret art of making friends. So it's come to my attention. Not everyone knows how to make friends as easily as yours truly. It's always come quite natural to me just to be able to not so much talk to people, but I do know how to communicate, and even as a child, I found it fairly easy just to kind of get out of my comfort zone and meet new people. Now, the funny thing is now as I get older, I tend to do it a lot less. Like, I don't feel the need to know everybody. Now, don't get me wrong. If you approach me or a friend introduces you to me, I will gladly listen to your story. I want to hear what you have to say. If there's value there, I mean, I would love to hear and, and just encourage one another because it's it's part of the, the nature of me. Um, but I know that maybe for some, making friends doesn't come easy. Uh, some people actually have anxieties to try to get out there and, 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 and try to make an acquaintance or just say hello to a stranger. Or, or just invite someone over to do something. It's it, it. There's such a high stress. Of course, thanks to technology today, you know we have never in history have we ever been more connected, thanks to technology. But at the same time, a lot of us, because we have this filter, or not so much this filter, these um boundaries, these limitations, we 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 don't know how to interact with people when it comes to live, one on one times. But don't worry, I am a communication person, I am a speaker, and uh, I know a thing or two about talking with people, meeting people, going out and saying hi. <laughs> Actually, I remember back in college, uh, when I transferred to the university in Dallas, I, I went in late. and. You can tell when people have been there for a few years, they've established their relationships, they've established their their, their groups and, and, and whatnot. And, and I had done all of my my uh, basics and a lot of classes in earlier, so I transferred pretty late in. But I don't know. It was not cockiness. It's not really arrogance. But anytime I would I would see someone, just and it became like my favorite line to use on everyone. I would see someone new at just walking by and I would approach them with boldness with 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 uh with no shame or no embarrassment and I would say, "Hey, have you met me yet?" <laughs> Knowing already subconsciously I know that I hadn't met, met them yet or else I would remember who they were. And always without fail they're like, "Oh, no, no, I guess not." And then I would say, "Oh, I am so sorry. My name is Josefat Emiliano and you are and they would just kind of, it would break the ice. It was kind of funny, uh, but they would just tell me their names and just, we, we have interaction, we have chat. And I try to remember something about them. So the next time I would run into them, I would say, hey, so-and-so, what's going on? How are you doing? You know, and, and, and I kept that, 
that style of friendliness, of genuine friendliness with everyone. Uh, and towards the end of the year, <laughs> I remember the senior year, they tried to vote me as class president uh, of our senior year at the university. And I, I started, I started to run, but then I talked to my administrators and found out that if I would do a summer course and double loaded that, I could graduate early. So I wound up dropping out of the race. And I had a friend <laughs> who said, you know what? I want to run against you just so we'd be cool. And I like, and towards the end, like, hey, man, uh, turns out I'm not going to run anymore because I can graduate early. And he just looked at me like, no. And he became, by default, he became our senior class president. <laughs> And to this day, whenever I see Mr. Green, I like Mr. President. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jason, <laughs> but I'm not. I love you, man. You know you enjoyed it, and I helped you out at least the semester I had left there. But anyway, let's let's have fun today. Let's let's talk about making friends because we want we we don't want to be lonely anymore. We don't want to just do life by ourselves, as cool as it is sometimes. But it's kind of awesome when you have people to share experiences with, share stories with, share just adventures with. But as this isn't a platform where I give you a how-to guide, this is a platform about building value. So everything I share today, you can either take it and use it, or you can continue where you're going. But I hope that you you use it, or, or at least that it brings more um, more worth, self-worth to yourselves. All right. So I kind of broke it up, up into three basic sections. Actually, there's four sections. One, two, three, four. With like sub subsections. The public speaker and me is coming out. Okay. First thing. Become the the, the first the first stair, the first area you you need the first secret to the first secret to the art of making friends, there we go, is become attractive. <laughs> yeah, I know some of you are like, uh, duh. I mean, if I was good looking, everyone would come to me, right? What kind of situation, well, uh, yes and no, because attitude has a lot to do with being attractive. But uh, again, I'm, I'm not here to focus on uh, you gotta be like like chiseled or just like a supermodel or or just the the epitome of a powerful looking individual no 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 but let me let me break it down for you the first part on on becoming attractive well hold on, hold on. before i go there uh, i do want to to share something with you guys uh, back when i was counseling students mainly uh Every boy would come up to me and, and ask me, Mr. Miliano or Mr. E, Presidente, how do I get this person to like me? <laughs> oh, easy. I can answer you that by answering one question. And they thought I was going to give them the secret to life. I'd look at, I would look at them and sincerely I'd ask them, well, do you like yourself? Now, that's kind of a hard question to ask, especially if you haven't defined who you are. And then I had to explain to them, you know, because if you don't like you, how can you expect other people to like you? If you don't like who you have become, if you don't like what you have going for you, if you don't see yourself attractive, then why should other people find you attractive? Kind of think about marketing. If you have this product, but no one wants to use it, no one, it has, it has nothing that, that it draws people to it, who's going to buy your product? Well, you, my friend, become the product. And that's why I'm talking about become attractive. Now, again, there's three versions or three areas where how you can become attractive. Uh, and by becoming attractive, basically, I mean you got to add value to yourself you need to become someone that you can be proud of so the first thing is you got to become the healthiest version of yourself now i know we live in a time where body positivity is is a big thing and i'm not here to shame anyone i'm not here to 
to to to say that anyone that you just need to accept everyone how they are. No, no, no. I, what I what I want to say is you need to become a healthier version of yourself for you first. Because if you aren't comfortable in your clothing, or if you aren't comfortable in in just getting up and doing basic activities like walking, you know, whenever I was ob- like obese, when I was like eighty pounds heavier. Although I still had that confidence because I knew how to communicate and I knew how to be funny. Those times where I just wasn't that comfortable in my own skin. And I would, sh- I would shy back on a lot and I would miss out on a lot of opportunities to build relationships, build friendships. Because I just wasn't comfortable or especially like when my, my friends wanted to go and do some, some sports and like I was hurting. I, I just couldn't I wasn't agile enough. And I'm like, I'll just watch you guys or I like, you know what? No, something else came up and I just go home because I didn't want to go play basketball or because I, I felt embarrassed because I wasn't in the healthiest version of myself. Now, to become healthier, it's not so much to, for looks. It's so that you can live a stronger life. You need to become stronger so that you can lift up life. You need to, to start eating smarter so that you can then, you know, not worry about your, not worry about dying soon. Just let's just put that on the plate. What's the point of someone? Why would someone want to invest a relationship in me if they knew that I wasn't taking care of myself? I was having health issues and I was eventually going to die before before we even made a long relationships. What's the point? If, and, and now, again, I'm just talking and I'm sure a lot of you are like, well, this guy's just being. Uh, what's the word? You sound even another word. This guy's just being uh, shallow and I'm not. Get, I'm friends with people of all shapes and sizes. But there's certain things that I can't do with all my friends because they are limited in what they can do physically. So for yourself, start becoming, start disciplining little habits to become a healthier version of yourself. Maybe start with just omitting sugar or letting your body rest. I'm advocate i'm a big advocate for intermittent fasting or even long-term fasting to help the body rest to let the insulin levels come down so that my body can actually start using that stored energy that i've been pounding on with carb after carb after carb or or calorie after calorie after calorie you know but again or i actually like to get up early and do a physical workout uh, i do i right now i'm doing body weighted workout just because i want to be strong enough to get up and go do something and not be limited by that. Anyway, so the first thing is become the healthiest version of yourself. The second part, become the smartest version of yourself. Now, I'm not saying become the person with the highest IQ. I'm not saying to memorize every, the, the encyclopedia. No, 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 no. But become a smarter version of yourself. Learn. We never stop learning. You should never stop learning. Even if you're out of school, Continue to 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 read. Continue to to try new skills. Develop new skills. Learn to do new things. Have a conversation with someone who is older than you and wiser than you, so that you can learn things. Or just listen. YouTube is a great tool to listen and learn almost anything you want to learn about. Learn about podcasting. Learn about making friends. You know, don't stop learning. Become the smartest version of become the smartest version of yourself. Not so you can gloat over others, so you can lord that you're a know-it-all, but so that you will have something interesting to talk about. Because that's going to be important. Anyway, next thing. In the third part on becoming more attractive, you need to become the wealthiest version of yourself oh boy there he goes talking about money now (laughs) not necessarily money but there were times when because i wasn't wise with my finances i had to miss out on adventures and experiences with my friends because i couldn't now some of them would like oh i'll pay for you you know come on i'll take care of you and, and i get that i understand that but something about and i'm not i'm not here to j- 
to to uh, jab at anyone's pride, but something about just having someone to have to take care of you every time, or just like you kind of start to feel guilty, or you feel like you owe everyone. And here's the funny thing: I learned this from the rabbi. I've been rereading his book um, by by Rabbi Lapin, Business Secrets from the Bible, and he talks about giving. He says you care more for those you give. So if you want to care more, give more. And he goes, and the funny thing is, if you view the people who are just takers, they tend to be very resentful. They tend to be very scornful. Now, now I know, I know. You're like, okay, that's not me. And maybe it's not you. But just looking at the whole, people who, who don't earn things, but yet it's all given to them, it's kind of like they're spoiled. It's kind of like they're like, ah, entitled. It's like, Oh, someone owns me this kind of situation. And then but then if you look at you flip the coin and see the other side, people who are constantly giving to to needs or giving to charities or giving it seems like even though they barely have to make it by, they're willing to give more and they seem to be the happier ones. And according to the the, the rabbi, he teaches that when you give, you love. Mm. Anyway. But become the wealthiest version of yourself so that you will give no one pity, so that you can get up and do things. Now, also, time is something else that you can be wealthy in, wealthy in time, wealthy in knowledge. You have something to contribute to the group. You're not there just to take. You're there to give. So wealth goes beyond financial and, and, and monetary things. It goes to, to what you can uh, uh, bring to the table. So anyway... If you practice on becoming the healthiest version of yourself, if you practice on becoming the smartest version of yourself, and if you practice becoming the wealthiest version of yourself, you will by default become a very attractive individual. And you will start to get the attention of others. All right. That's the first phrase. Second part. After you've become attractive, after you've become magnetic, you need to learn, uh, and here's the, the second secret to the art of making friends. You need to learn to set healthy boundaries. So you need to ask yourself, all right, so do I want to become friends with everyone? <laughs> I hope not. There's not enough of you to go around, honestly. I tried it. I have tried it. And I now find today that I can't possibly give myself to everyone. I can't give of my time to everyone. I can't multiply myself. The closest way I can multiply myself to give to everyone is doing this, uh, starting a show so that I can add value. So if I can't be there or if something were to happen to me tomorrow, this is there to add value to you, my friend. You need to learn to set healthy boundaries. So let's start by who do you want to attract? What type of people do you want to surround yourself with? Now, uh, there's a saying that you are the common denominator, you become the common denominator of the five people you hang around the most. Knowing that, wouldn't you want to surround yourself with greatness? Wouldn't you want to surround yourself with people of value, people who are attractive? Now, again, not physically, but like they, they're, 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 they're making their healthiest decisions. They're making smart decisions. They're making wealth uh uh, wealth-minded decisions. They're, they're growing in these areas. Wouldn't you rather have them as your friends? Set that boundary and figure out, okay, I, I don't want to, I, I know the temptation's there to become friends with everyone, but I, I need to, to, to focus. You know, what are my interests? What area do I want to learn in? Or maybe there's several things that I want to learn. And if I can find friends in these different areas, that would be, that would be beneficial. I can grow because I'll be amongst peers that I respect, that I cherish. Now, again, there's also a lot to be said of someone who is your perfect opposite, someone who thinks differently because iron sharpens iron. So even that is a smart decision. But you need to start asking yourself, what are the types of people that I want to attract? Do I want to attract losers? Or do I want to attract winners? And you know, okay, I'm not going to go there, but you, you get me. You get me. That's, that's a good boundary to set. The second question you need to ask yourself is, 
how many people do I honestly want to attract? I'm guilty of that, guys. Well, I was guilty of trying to be friends with everyone. And I'm genuine. I love people. And, and, and you know, honestly, I remember that, that mega birthday party that they still talk about it to, to this day that uh, we packed poor Seth's house. We had about 75 people show up. Of course, I fed them all. <laughs> we bought like 25 pounds of fajita meat. And uh, Casey helped to cook that and, and he, with his special marinade. And, and Seth was just enjoying his house being full of people. And I invited people from all social circles that I had at the time. And I would like mean, intermix them into everyone and would introduce them to other people. And it was pretty cool because I could go to any room. I actually, at one part, part, point of the, the, the party, I disappeared to go talk to someone outside. And no one really was the wiser because they were around people of value. They were sharing, they were laughing, they were enjoying new people's experiences. And, and it was a great party. I even had a little Jesus come in from out of town. <laughs> I need to get him on the show. Salutes. Avi. But now as I am older, wiser, and, and actually, Jimmy and I talked about this in our last show. As we become more educated or just more focused, our social circles become smaller, but higher quality, higher value, not quality, higher value of people. I don't want to say high because I can't really measure. No one's really lesser quality, but I'm saying, but in respect to the goals that I'm trying to reach, I spend more time with people who speak into that as opposed to someone who has no clue about budgeting or no clue about communications, no clue about public speaking. You know, I can still have a great conversation with people in media. I can still have a great conversation with people who are in the arts I can still have a great conversation with everyone when I'm interested in that field. So I'm just, again, you got to ask yourself, how many people do I reasonably want to have friends around or at least come with? Now, now again, eventually you'll start to balance and you'll be able to make friends with a lot of people. But I, I, I'm, I'm assuming you're the person right now who's at home and the only friend you have is someone like Miguel. Just kidding. No, Miguel's awesome. Uh, but the only friend you have is, is what you see on your, your, your screen. And you're ready to interact. So go ahead and just start with, with, with a conservative number. Maybe five is a good number to start with. I want five people. The number five. And the third part to setting healthy boundaries. Oh, this one's important. You need to ask yourself, do you have enough resources to maintain these relationships? Ugh, again with the money, this guy. No, 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 no. By resources, and, and, and again, time is a valuable resource. Now, if you are a busy person who you're growing your empire, you're building your, your business, or you're just working on so much, maybe you don't have a lot of time to devote to 100 friends. Maybe you don't have enough time or enough money to be able to host people or to do exciting things. So maybe you can't hang out with the friends who like to travel, ride on yachts, and drink and drink uh, whatever fancy drinks, Lacroix, and smoke cigars or whatever. Maybe you can't afford that right now. And now I'm not saying you need the money to, to go with that. Maybe that's not where you want to go. But I'm saying, but do you have resources to be able to to entertain, to be able to hang, to be able to do stuff with these friends? Now again, there is value in doing free stuff, but again, time is a resource. Love is a resource. Do I have enough love to give to everyone? I mean, maybe you've gotten out of a tough relationship or maybe you grew up not knowing love and, and maybe you don't know how to love right now. So maybe you shouldn't be getting a thousand friends. Maybe you just need three people who you can be genuine and say, hey, I'm learning this too. You know, anyway, all that under setting healthy boundaries. Again, you need to ask, who do you want to attract? You need to figure out how many people you want to attract, and then you got to find out or ask yourself, do you have enough resources to maintain these relationships? The next part is set, or the next secret to the art of making friends, set goals. Huh? Set goals to making friends? 
Yeah, yeah. For example, maybe the first goal, you need to learn how to have a relevant conversation. This is comes with the art of reading people. You learn to kind of give and, and take, and that's, that's a skill in of itself, but have something interesting to talk about that they would be interested in talking about. For example, I could talk about video stuff all day, but if the person I'm talking to is only interested in botany and nothing about videos, well, actually, I can see how they would be interested in videos about botany. But anyway, let's just say, let's just say the person is a science person and all they want to know is about science. I, they probably won't be interested in me talking to them about music. Or they might. Or, or talking about, okay, oh, 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 here, here we go. Um, earlier in the week, I posted a picture on my Instagram, Jose Parimiliano, uh, where I'm sitting on the Gibson guitar throw. And I'm surrounded by Rico, who's been on the show, Alex Tinker, who's been on the show, and Randall, who hasn't been on my show yet. Three amazing guitars. And on my, on my, on my little sub, I said, I, uh, although I am the one sitting on the, the Gibson throne, guitar throne, I'm surrounded by three, three legends who could outshred me any day on an, on an X, on a guitar. And they are, they are very gifted guitarists. I have Gordy's there and I can, I know enough to write songs, but I am not to that point. But Alex, who works for Gibson, you know this, he could, he would share stories. He'll talk about his, his guitars. He'll give them names. And although I, I understand that it's a beautiful guitar, I don't know the details about it. So we'll talk about it for a while and then he'll realize, okay, let's talk about something more around the line that Josefat and I can talk about. And we start talking about life, goals, growth, relationships. And like, all right, cool. We, let's talk about this conversation. So, so anyway, um, learn how to have a relevant conversation. Just because you love to talk about something doesn't mean everyone wants to talk about it. Or even better yet, find people who want to talk about that and make them your friends. Anyway. That, that's that's one one goal. Another goal that you can set is uh, uh, have a life that you can invite others into. Oh, this is a fun one. Find interesting things to do that you actually enjoy doing. If you like going to concerts or if you like performing or making dinner parties or whatever, create things of interest things of value, things that are interesting, fun, entertaining. And have that be a part of your life because now you have something to invite new potential friends to. I'm going on a road trip to Memphis. Hey, you want to go to Memphis? Come on, let's go for a little road trip. You know, kind of situation. You get me? Or or go to the zoo. Actually, now that I think about it, I want to go to the zoo now. I haven't been there since it's reopening. Since they re, redid a few things. It's been at least three years since I've been to the zoo here in Nashville. So, uh, hey, anyone out there wants to go to the zoo, wants to be my friend, send me a message and, and we'll go to the zoo. <laughs> All right. And here's an easy goal for you guys. Start with one person. Make a goal of today or this week. I'm going to attempt to become friends with one person. That one individual, first of all, break the ice, say hi, or maybe, maybe the first goal is to, to just make eye contact with someone. Don't be, don't be weird about it, please. Don't be creepy. <laughs> but you know, if you've added, if you've added value to yourself, if you become the healthiest version, the, 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 the smartest version, even the wealthiest version, you have a confidence in you. So you don't come off creepy. You come off genuine, actually. Now, a lot of people who, who meet me or a lot of people in my social circles who know me know that I have I have certain lines that I love to use. For example, when I see someone I've seen in a while, they give us a hug. We talk a little bit. And as we're leaving, they'll say, it's great to see you. And I don't know where this came from, but I love it. And I look at them. I'll smile like I totally agree with you. It was great to see me. 
<laughs> and it's not from a place of, of of cockiness or arrogance. It's just from a fun place. But yet at the same time, I know the value that I have. <laughs> and they just kind of laugh like, that's cool. Like, I, 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 that's Josephette. We love it for that, you know, kind of situation. If you need to use that line, go ahead. But make sure it's genuine from you. Because if, if it's not genuine, then people will know and just sense it that you're just trying too hard to be cool. And don't try to be cool. Just be cool. Anyway, those are uh, three areas, um, arts of the secrets, or secrets. They're secrets to the art of making friends. I got a few tips. I got 11 of them right here. Yeah, 11 tips uh, that I'm just going to throw at you. Whether you take them or not, it's up to you, my friend. Tip number one. Okay, now I might get a lot of hate for this, but I don't care. We're starting easy. We're starting for someone who, who just wants to make a friend. Uh, my first advice is to make friends. Stick to making friends of the same gender first. Don't get me wrong. I get it. I get it. We can have boy. I, we can have both guy friends and, and, and female friends. But, you know, just to make it easier on you uh, and less stressful, stick to just it, 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 stick to your gender for now. Just to make friends, just to get comfortable building relationships, because you know, when you mix in the 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 other gender, then there's a chance for romance. And then before you know, it, you're like, well, now I don't want to be their friend. I want to be get out of the friend zone kind of situation. That's a whole different video, a whole different talk. And I can I can actually give you some tips on how to get out of the friend zone. But you know, my best advice is there's a book by uh, uh, his last name is Glover Glover, and it's called. Uh, no more Mr. Nice Guy. And it's a great it's it's a great resource to stop becoming someone's stepping stone and become a higher version of yourself, someone who you can value. And, and, and it's it's a good game changing book. But anyway, so that that's my first my first advice. Right now, when you're just starting trying to make friends, stick to people of your gender. Because then you can do things you kinda of already know. Like, for example, I'm a guy. I know Sports or, you know, again, that's a bad, that's a bad example because sports is universal. Um, oh, as bad as this sounds, we can go camping and not care about bathing for a week. I know my sisters would just freak out of the idea of not bathing for a week out in the middle. Of, uh, 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 so just, just anyway, just for now, stick or maybe let's, let's just say the reverse females. Um, very and just going strictly by stereotypes, you like to get makeovers. Most of your guy friends probably aren't into that right now. <laughs> so that's why I say just kind of just if you if you start small. First tip: stick with making friends of the same gender. Second tip: find interesting things to do and see who's already there. Hello, go to the zoo. See who's there. <laughs> okay, maybe not there. But uh, concert venues, uh, drama clubs, uh, try some, some, if you like craft beer, go to, to your local craft beer place and see who's there and make small talk. You know, it's easier to make friends with people who already show the same interest in things. Cycling. I made a lot of good friends because I love cycling when I worked with Green Fleet. Uh, we would do bike rides and people would come and join the bike rides. And on these rides, we talked. We had a common interest. So second tip, find interesting things to do and see who's already there. Third tip, find out where the people are. I know right now, especially with the uh, the pandemic and the mask up and all that fun stuff, it is still kind of tough to go to like a mall or a movie theater. But just find out right now where people are meeting. A big one, and and you don't have to be, but but churches are a good place, or um, speaking clubs, or open mic nights where there's music here, or plays, or, or you know just 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 find out where there's people already congregating, and if it's something that you like to do, do it. Go check it out. Don't be scared to go by yourself to a new place and see who's there. All right, let's move on with these with these tips. This one's actually kind of a risky one, especially since I'm asking about finding people. You want to bring people uh, of the same level that you want around you, but sometimes 
you find some amazing jewels in this. But uh, the next tip is look when you are, let's say when you do go to a house party or a Super Bowl party. Let's just say you went to a Super Bowl party that, that someone invited you, someone who knew you from church invited you to go to this thing and you show up and you kind of look around, you're going to see maybe, and maybe even in small groups, you'll see uh, quiet loners, people who kind of, they're shy. They tend to stay to themselves. <laughs> I used to approach them just being crazy or being dumb. And I would, I would say stuff like, so, uh, quiet people make me nervous. So I need you to start talking because I think, or else I think you're up to something <laughs> kind of break the ice. Sometimes they're like, Whoa. Uh, and then just laugh it off and we get to joking around, whatever, break the ice, however. But, but, uh, and I actually added this to, to these to further on the tips, just cause someone is quiet alone by themselves. Doesn't mean that maybe they, they just don't know how to make friends either, or, 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 or maybe they have something to, to share. So take a chance and just say hello if you see someone like that. Now, they'll let you know right away, don't talk to me. <laughs> if they don't want to talk to anyone, they'll let you know. <laughs> but anyway, uh, don't take it personal. Uh, next next tip. Oh, it, it, this goes along with, with tip number four. Uh, tip number five, remember, you probably are not the only person who would like to make friends. If If you are needing and searching for friends, there's a good chance other people are too. So take the initiative, say hello, be the first one to go out. Uh, and again, six goes with that one. Six, don't wait for others to make the first move. By now you've already learned, you know, you've learned how to make relevant conversations. You've read up, you've got a few jokes. <laughs> one of my favorite dumb jokes to, to open up people with is, uh, uh, I'm just going to say, you know what? You can use this. You got my permission to use this. Just go up to someone like, hey, do you know what the fish said when it hit the wall? And they'll like, no, just kind of smile, say, damn. <laughs> and if, and if that, some people would laugh and others would be like, huh? And, and what's, I even like to add another, another, another layer to this. Like, oh, don't worry. You can laugh at it. My preacher told me, a preacher friend told me that joke. And for some reason, it just makes it funnier. Anyway, um, just just know, find that quiet loner or whomever. You, they probably want to make friends too, so don't wait for them to make the first move. You make the first move. Seven, tip number seven, don't forget to smile. And don't be creepy about that smile. <laughs> a, a simple smile can help break ice, especially with someone who's just doesn't really know if they are accepted yet. And a smile will let people know, hey, you're welcome to engage in a conversation with me. Tip number eight. Okay, now this is kind of like an advanced game, but this is something that I like to do. And there's a reason why I do this. Once, once you make this new friend, once you say hello, and you start engaging, having conversations, asking them things about themselves, and you learn right away interests, things of interest that they have. Um, yeah, once you, 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 you build a rapport with them, start introducing them to other cool people, other people you might know. Uh, for example, just last Tuesday, uh, this one girl, Again, I'm not, don't make friends with girls uh, or, or with the opposite sex, but let's just, let's say advanced game. Okay. Uh, you know, let's take gender out of it. I met someone and they were a bass player at the same time. Another bass player friend was walking by like, Hey, so-and-so call them over. Like, let me introduce you to this person. They also play bass. I gave them common ground and now I'm not the only friend they know there. They, they, they met someone else. I, I don't know. I like to do that whenever someone meets me for the first time. Uh, and in my social circles, I like to connect them with at least three other people or at least other person that, that, that have similar interests with them. Cause I know people in different walks of life in different industries, and I try to connect them so that they could help each other out. But at the same time, cause I know, I know this is my boundary. 
I know that I don't have time to invest in everyone and I don't want them to feel neglected by me because I know that I don't have time for them. But as long as I'm not their only friend, they have other friends around them, they can start building their network and, and have relationships and, and, and build friendships. And then when I come around, I can check up on them. How are you doing? How's this going? Have you tried this out? This and that, you know, and it's genuine. It's, it, it's true. It's who I am. It's my nature. But I'm also letting them know. I'm having added giving value to you. I'm, I'm helping to grow your network so you're no longer alone. And I don't know, people just always come back to me like, thank you for being my first friend who introduced me to those people. But it's just, it's a, it's, it's something that, that I like to do. And maybe it's a, it's a way to give you uh, credibility, give you kind of like a sense of, a, not authority, but like they just, they respect you more because you are now bringing them into your world and you're introducing them to other value people, valuable people, val, people of value. Anyway, that's, that's, that's a cool little side note. Uh, next, next tip. <laughs> and don't, at the end of your exchange with a new person, uh, please don't forget to exchange contact information with them. <laughs> I'm laughing because I have a story about that. There's this cool guy uh, I met. And uh, after we we're done with this event, I was going to meet up with another friend for lunch at a, at a Tex-Mex place here. And this other guy, the, the guy who I met first, I'm like, hey, man, we're going to this restaurant at this time. You want to join us? He goes, yeah, I'd love to. And I just got to know him, but I wanted to bring him along because I knew he was into production music. And I was about to have lunch with a musician, who, guy who also does production, but actually has some other established things. And so I invited him to join. This, this new guy, I invited him to join this, 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 this lunch. And we take off. And I show up. And then I realize, oh, my gosh, I don't have this guy's number. Heck, I haven't even added him on Facebook or Instagram, any of that stuff. And so I'm like, I, I, I knew there was some mutual friends because he's going to a, a college where some of my friends are going to. So I kind of reached out to my friends like, hey, do you have so-and-so's number? And they're like, oh, yeah, what's up? But thankfully, and, and even he was like, you know what? I, I went, I showed up, and I realized I didn't have your phone number. <laughs> like, that's true, my bad. And I, I found him on Facebook, actually, and I sent him a message through Facebook. But then he found us, and then we swapped numbers at that time. And it was just funny that. He he still wanted to show up. But he still showed up, and he he had a good time with 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 my network that I had there, and he built relationships. But anyway, yeah. So when you make a new friend, don't forget to exchange contact information. <laughs> uh, next tip, tip number ten. Uh, this is important. Don't take rejection personally, because not everyone can be or will be your friend. Realize. A lot of times people will reject you not because of you, but because they're just not ready or they truly do have um, maybe some trust issues, whatever. It's not you. It's not your fault. Don't try to be the hero. Don't try to to uh, to to be the person who said don't try to be a savior to them. Just continue to demonstrate. Respect. Demonstrate acknowledgement. It's like, well, cool. I get it. You don't want to be my friend. Uh, but you know what? No hard feelings. If you need something and I can help you out, whatever, I'm here. But don't take it personally. It's usually never you. It's usually something going on through them. Now, sometimes it is you. If it is you, you might want to ask your friends, hey, did my breast stink or something? Am I just like not – am I like – why aren't people wanting to become my friends? And, and if they're your true friends, they'll tell you, hey, yeah, bro, maybe you should like clean up a bit or maybe – uh, or, or, you know, I had people who they have different dietary restrictions of me and they just didn't feel comfortable seeing me eat what I eat. <laughs> Most people are like, what do you eat? <laughs> I, uh, 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 oh, I was going to tell you, I, uh, part of my, 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 my health is I've been using an elimination diet. And by eliminating, I eliminate everything except for meats. And then I'll, I'll start adding things gradually. But people who are hardcore vegans or vegetarians, they kind of tend to t be turned off by my lifestyle, my life choices in, in food right now. Now, it's not something I'm going to be permanent. It's just what I'm doing to, to kind of – I'm experimenting. I'm, I'm trying to become a healthier version of myself, y'all. So, yeah, they don't invite me to their dinner parties, unfortunately. And <laughs> tip number 11, last tip I've got for you guys this evening is remember you are the prize my friend 
So there is no reason you can't make awesome friends. When you've taken the first secrets, the first step of adding value to yourself, of becoming an attractive version of yourself that you can be proud of, that you can be comfortable with, then you hold yourself to a certain level of, of respect that you can you can bring people in. So no matter what, just remember that you are the the you need to work on you first. You need to become the prize. And you will be the prize. You will become the person that everyone wants to be their friends. Uh, regardless of how many haters you're surrounded by, you will have people who want to be your friends. And those are the ones that you can start implementing these conversations, these steps, getting to know, doing exciting things with them. Introducing them to the other amazing people in your circle. So anyway, great, great show. Episode 21, The Secret Art of making friends. Let's see who has added some. This is my favorite part of the show where I get to go check out on the commentaries. Wow. We have a lot of com we have a lot of comments. Who we got here? Oh yes. Oh man. Alright, dude, guys, I gotta share this story how this this man who I'm gonna bring to the show eventually, how we became friends in college. Do you do we have time? Yeah, I'll edit it later. I'll trim the fat later on. All right, so Reverend Gregory Ferguson. He was a defensive linebacker. And I was, uh, I want to say I was a left guard for the O-line. And we were, running, we were running drills. Now, this is my first time that I've actually played football in forever because I didn't really play my, my high school year. But I wanted to play football. And so... First year at this university, I jumped in and I went and they took me and they got me practice and, and and I forgot I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I really didn't. I just they showed me the plays and I'm just like I'm supposed to run this way. There was a gap. I ran and I, it was a trap that I was supposed to pull and, and trap. And I think Greg kind of was coming through and we just kind of collided. We hit each other and we we just like boom fell down. And I'm laughing like because I don't know. Any idea? Greg's laughing. And he's like, hello, my name's Greg. What's your name? <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm fan. And at that point, like, you know what? This guy's going to become my friend. He did. Uh, I will tell you that first year, um, him and many other of the guys on our team, that first year that I played with them, due to something that was done by the coach who was fired before that, um, he made commitments and the majority of our games were all away games. We had like maybe two home games and the rest were just... So every weekend we were on the road. And I got to know my football family really well because every every weekend we were, we were going, we were going, we were staying in hotels, we were eating together, we were, we were fighting together, we were playing together. We were getting hurt together because we were a small team and we were playing big teams. I mean... Big teams and, and they, they someone slaughtered us. We would win a few, but most of the time. But we just kept going. The integrity was there to keep going to stay to the commitment that this other person did, and we honored that commitment because we didn't want to lose a name that was for our school. But anyway, I just remember through those hard times. Uh, to this day, I don't know how many years later now that we graduated, or I that, that we finished that season in our lives, and. Uh, I'm glad to the, that we to this day we're still good friends. Uh, he's still he's still my brother, all the way in Arkansas, and I'm here in Nashville. And he's one of the ones that I visited during the uh, the COVID times when I was supposed to stay. Home. Well, I was working from home. Anyway, yep, that's it. We were the Road Warriors. We've had the T-shirt. I don't know what happened to that T-shirt, but uh, and then the next year, the following years, when I got to meet Will. Baird, who was my first rock star on this show. But it's just amazing. Y'all, I've gone through so much in my life. I have gone to so many countries, uh, especially when I was with SMR. And now here in Nashville, I've met like, it seems like I've turned over and met a whole new world of people. And so... Avi, uh, who I gave a shout out to, he said it best one time because he's one of the ones that I met young and 
and although we don't talk all the time, we don't hang out all the time, he's, he's like, what I like about you is that whenever you come back around, we just kind of pick up where we left off. You know, and we just continue on and we we talk, we grow. I mean, we've we've matured, we've changed. But yet at the same time, we just you have that gift of just like, all right, let's just continue on from here. And and, and I, I'm grateful for that. But that's because I, I guess I've I've learned to set those boundaries. Today, I'm, I'll be with you. This moment I'm giving to you I, I, and, 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 and I'll give as much as I can. And once that moment's gone, though, tomorrow, it might go to someone else. Maybe it'd be cool if it's you, but it'll go to someone else. It's just the nature of who I am and how I've become. But other than that, I, I honestly say that I've made a lot of great relationships. And I can't even begin to to uh, to pretend to, to say that I know how to maintain all those relationships. Because I can't. Some people I've I've lost touch with. But you know, the funny thing is, if I would run into him again, I'm sure we could just kind of catch up where we're at or find out where they're going. And I would genuinely, for that moment, I would be interested in knowing more about their story. Anyway, again, this was episode 21, The Secret Art of Making Friends. All right. So, uh, guys, thank you for letting me into your home. Thank you for letting me into your hearts. Thank you for letting me into your into your cars. All the way from Nashville, I'm Josefat Emiliano, or Josefat El Guapo, Asombroso Emiliano. That's Miguel. And until next time, much love. And many blessings. Hey, you made it to the end of the episode. Look at you accomplishing things. <laughs> like the podcast? Then try catching us live next time. For now, the Hey Rockstar live stream is aired every Thursday. Hey Rockstar is affiliated with Low Budget Productions. Go to Facebook, like and follow LBP's page to learn more about the other amazing podcasts under their umbrella. The energetic rock background music is by Anwar Amar, also known as Music Today 80. Josafat Emiliano is a keynote speaker and mentor. To connect and invite him for your next event, go to his Instagram and direct message him at Josafat Emiliano. That is J-O-S-A-F-A-T-E-M-I-L-I-A-N-O. So take the big five and go live life as a rock star.